Hello, everybody. Here I'm there to talk about Anchor. It's one of the best podcast uh, platforms that you can you can uh, go on. You can put all your podcasts on Apple, Google, any place. Any place to put up your podcast, you could all do it in one place. Anchor has all the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. And you can distribute any of your, your podcasts on any platform like Apple, Spotify, Anchor, you know, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeart, everything. It's everything you need you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. And let me tell you, I have had great experience with Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. That is Anchor FM to get started today. Welcome in to another episode of Detroit Lions News Talk, or Lions Talk on Detroit Lions News in Between the Whistles Detroit with the Cindy and Joe show. We obviously have a big day today. It's Mock Draft 3.0. It's a great time because we're officially probably about a month away from the NFL Draft. We have a lot of things that we are cooking up. My last draft wasn't very well liked. It wasn't. It was probably, you know, a lot of people did not like to pick Jordan Davis at one. Um, you know, I thought it was a good draft. You know, Christian Harris, a linebacker from Alabama, that's a good pickup. Maji Sanders, Jalen Tolbert, Tyquan Thornton, Cole Turner, Cole Turner from Nevada, the tight end. Uh, Damari Mathis from Pittsburgh, who I, I, I love him as a corner. Uh, Mikey McFadden, Indiana, Blaze Andres from Minnesota, and Kendi Brooks of Oklahoma. This draft, it a little bit came because of what happened in free agency. Obviously, the Lions signing, re-signing Tr- Tracy Walker, re-signing Charles Harris, re-signing Josh Reynolds, uh, getting Chris Board, getting Mike Hughes. This portion of you know the draft, uh, the way that the actual stuff has happened and the way that the Lions have continued to build their team I thought there was a different avenue to take this this mock draft uh, this time around and I at first I want to start off by saying I think that the first part is I think people are misconstruing a lot of stuff about uh, do you draft a pass rusher do you draft uh Kyle Hamilton, the safety, or do you draft a quarterback? I don't believe you should draft a quarterback this year, and I don't think this quarterback class is even that good. Um, if Aiden Hutchinson is not on the board at two, you're in a little bit of slim pickings. And this is this is classic Lions luck, um, where and this is where Brad Holmes earns his money. Finally, we the Lions have a, a, a second overall pick. And it's in a draft where there is no generational talent. There's no guy that you go, that's the guy. I mean, I think I'm pretty high on Jordan Davis. I think I'm pretty high on Kyle Hamilton. I like Aiden Hutchinson. I'm not a big big fan of Thibodeau. I'm not a big fan of Malik Willis uh, or any of the quarterbacks, to be to be honest. But, um, yeah, I think in this draft, I think people are like, oh, we need pass rush, we need pass rush, we need pass rush. And that's true. We do need pass rush. And uh, obviously getting Charles Harris back is a big plus. Getting uh, 
Romeo Aquara back off injury is a is a big is a big big thing. Um, I look for Julian Aquara to have a nice year next year, and and all that, and Austin Bryant and all that. But I think there is definitely room to grow in the pass rush department. I think this draft is so deep in pass rushers. I think you can get them later, not too late, but later. Um, there's a lot of talent. Um, with with this draft in terms of pass rushers and wide receivers, which both Detroit Lions they both need the Lions both need those positions. So that's that's good for them. There's a linebacker talent which the Lions need. Lions need a lot of stuff. Let's just be honest with ourselves. My biggest takeaway uh, when you watch the Lions is they just need superstar talent. I think they have some good players. I think Tracy Walker on the defensive side is a good player. I think a guy like Charles Harris, Romeo Quara, they could be good players. I think in the linebacking core, I have hope for Derek, Derek Barnes, but I, I think it's going to be a little bit uh it's going to take some it's going to take some time for him to get better in uh in the nfl realm so for so we're going to go on with the, the mock draft obviously there's a specific reason that i went this route and a lot of people probably aren't going to like it uh but we will definitely approach those when we get to it uh so let's start and with the first pick in Lions, the Detroit Lions News Mock Draft 3.0, the Lions have selected, as with the second pick, Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. And I really think that Kyle Hamilton is one of those unique players. I think he's one of those unique players, and I think he's one of the best players in the draft, in my opinion. Um, he's a freak. He's good at everything. I think him and Jordan Davis and Aiden Hutchinson are just—they're they're just so much better than everybody else. I think there's there's tendencies that they have that are, you know, these wild, um, athletic, uh, but they have some work to do. Obviously, you know, pass rush for Jordan Davis is going to be what everyone looks at um, in terms of uh, the in. In terms of Aiden Hutchinson, you know, a lot of the criticism that I've heard from people is he's a one-move guy, and I really don't see that, but I could see where they're coming from. Um, Kyle Hamilton, there's 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 some things that he has to he has to shore up, but I think he's the best player in this draft by far. Um, one of the things I think about Kyle Hamilton is he's just the way he sees the game. The way he uh, has patience, um, reading the play is that's that's second to none. And I think if we put pair him next to Tracy Walker, that's just a that's a that's a big plus for um, the Detroit Lions backfield, the secondary. I think Aubrey Pleasant would be uh, Aubrey Pleasant, Eric Glenn would be so happy to have guys like uh, those two in the back in the in the back end of the defense. And I think they could get a lot of trust out of those guys. I think Kyle Hamilton is pretty much a guy who is going to make his due. He's going to play pretty good. He's a guy who, let's be honest, he's a, he's he's 
He's got great football IQ. His tackle and his just his, his athleticism and, and you know, the type of player that he 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 is with his his prototype and his size. And I think the one thing about Kyle Hamilton is he's effective a lot of times in in pursuing and wrapping up the ball carry, and that's that's key when you're a safety in in this game. It's a passing league. You obviously need to have a guy in the back the back end that. Is going to make those tackles. So it's not going to allow the wide receiver to get free and, and run run for days. And that, listen, you play in the same division as Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Um, obviously, Devontae Adams is gone, uh, but uh, Darnell Mooney is a guy like that, that could take one to the house too. But the Bears don't have a good offensive line, so that's that's something that is worth watching. But he's a versatile guy. He's a very very uh, smooth the way he plays the game. His range, he has good range. He's the ball skills. He, he can make some very, very uh, great plays on the ball. He doesn't always lead to interceptions, but if he's breaking up a pass or two, I, I love I loved that about Kyle Hamilton. And I think that's the reason I picked him for, uh, with the second pick because Aiden Hutchinson was not on the board. And, uh, you know, as after free agency got done, and it was well, still going on, but. Uh, after they lost out on Marcus Williams, for me, I wanted to get a guy like um, a safety. I wanted to get a guy that could, it was either Lewisine, Brisker, or Kyle Hamilton. And I said, oh, you know what, I'm going to take a shot and I'm going to do Kyle Hamilton at two. As I came to the 32nd pick with the Rams pick, that's where it got interesting. Because I did not see this guy falling to 32 but he did, and that is a defensive end from Purdue, George Karloftis. George I got a lot of chance to look at George Karloftis uh, this year with the way he plays. And he's a very tough individual, makes good plays. He's a physical human being. He's got speed. He's, he's fast. He's, he's, uh, what I like about George Karloftis, and I think he's going to be one of the best pass rushers in this draft, is his ability to hand fight. Uh, the way he, the way he fights with his hands, it's it's just it's second to none. I, I just love the way he, he fights with his hands. I think that George Karloftis is just a guy who, I think, that is a guy, um, who really is just he is really a guy that the Dan Campbell and the coaching staff will love because he's a tough dude. He's a 6'4", 275-pound uh, man. Um, he's just – he's really, really tough on the ball. He's very, very tough. Uh, he makes the right place. Um, you know, he's a smart player. Um, his 40 uh, – he did not participate in his 40. That's 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 probably one of the reasons he dropped. But, but uh, the one thing about George Karloftis is he has a great first step. And that's one of the things that you love about that is, but his his hands, the way he the way he fights and in his pass rusher moves, he's the one thing that is is a downer about uh, about him is uh, he just needs to be patient in the way that he does his 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 moves and all that stuff. Um, another one is they don't a lot of scouts they think that you know he doesn't have the ideal length long arm you know left tackles can get into his frame early 
listen, I think that Aaron Donald was uh, a guy that you, if you looked at, you know, a lot of people said he didn't have the ideal length and look at how he is. Um, you know, the thing about George Karloftis is he's just a, he's just a, he's, is a, you know, when I was looking at a, a comp to uh, George Karloftis, I, I said, I said, you know what? I would say Ryan Kerrigan. Ryan Kerrigan came from Purdue too, but, but I think he's a better version. I think that he can really be a guy who can really lead a pass rush. And I think that if you have a good, if you pair him up with a Kyle Hamilton in the first round, I think you're really, really, you're, you're solidifying the defense. You're solidifying the defense. And I, I just loved, I love that opportunity that the, that this mock draft presented because I was afraid you get the 32 and then you're reaching for guys that, you know, you hope you have, you see that they have potential, but they don't really match the, the, the flair. They really don't match the, um, they're not going to be a day one guy who comes in the league and starts just destroying guys. Um, so that, that was a guy that I, I was, was, uh, I was, um, I was hoping that he'd fall. He's been falling in a lot of mock drafts, and so that's that's different. But it's just it's just it's just different for this guy because he he's a he's a he's he he came from Greece at thirteen. He's just a very very big guy. Makes all the plays, and I, I love George Karloftis. In the second round, uh, was with the first pick in the second round um, for the Detroit Lions, the thirty fourth pick. I picked wide receiver George Pickens. I hope he makes it to 34. Because if that if he makes it to 34, it makes it uh, Brad Holmes' job really, really easy. This is a guy who has good height with his long with long arms. He's very, very he's very athletic. He has he, he's very, very mobile. He's he's good in with his feet. He's good at creating space. He's a physical, competitive guy. Uh, you know, one of the things that really hampers him is he was injured last year. He had surgery. Um, and he, he's not a good route runner, but the size of this guy, he's, 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 he's a six, three, one ninety five guy. He's got, he's got a six, five wingspan, four, four, seven, 40 yard dash. I, that's something I really like, but um, if you're going to comp him to anybody, um, I say the high side would be the high side would be like a Allen Robinson um, or a Mike Williams, and the low side would be like a, a, a. I really don't think he has a low side to be honest. So that's just the way it goes. I think that the George Pickens, if he if he's at thirty four and the Lions pick him, man, they got a really good player and. Uh, they got a really good player at, at that 34th pick. And I just, uh, if the draft fell like this, where they got Hamilton, Karloftis, and Pickens in the first three picks, I think people would be pretty happy. And that's why we go on. With the third pick, with, I mean, the third round, 66th pick, the Detroit Lions selected Trey. McBride. Uh, Trey McBride is a tight end from um, Colorado State. Uh, 
I'm going over my scouting report right now that I have. Uh, Trey McBride is, is he's a, he's a physical human being. Um, the one thing I like about him, he's got good sight. He's got good height and size. He's got a good lower body. He's a he's a good overall athlete. He's he's a pop. He, he, when you watch him at Colorado State, which probably not many people did, he's a polisher. He's he runs a good routes. Um, he knows how to settle in uh, the zone when needed, and that's good for a quarterback, especially if the Lions have a, a rookie quarterback in the in the you know in the in the in the in the, in the not too distant future. Um, you know, one of the things about Trey McBride is he has every, he's average with the ball in his hands. He's limited in production in the red zone, um, but. When he gets uh when he gets loose, he's 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 really tough to he's really tough to bring down. Um he's just a guy that I really like. I think that especially with, with TJ Hawkinson, um I I think first of all, I think it'd be a great it'd be a great situation to get TJ Hawkinson a running mate. Um you know, Trey McBride, I look at him like a Hunter Henry kind of guy. I look at him kind of like uh, a Jonu Smith kind of guy, a guy who's going to make – he's going to make the plays. He's not going to wow you, but he's going to make the plays. And if it comes to it and the Lions don't want to re-sign TJ Hawkinson, they don't want to – they'll obviously pick up his option. But when they don't – when they want to re-sign him, obviously they want to have that luxury of saying, okay, we got Trey McBride here, and we're going to make a easy, easy, easy – he could be potentially an impact player. And we're getting him in the third round. So that's that's very, very um, – it's a very, very good get in in this in this um, in this portion of the mock draft. I think I, I I view I view tight end as a big need, especially with T.J. Hawkinson and his looming free agency uh, in a year or so. I don't want to be put up against the test where you, you're going to have to draft the tight end, and that's going to be your tight end for the way that's uh, going to be your tight end for that year. I, I kind of want to be ready for that. Uh, I think that's that's the main thing and the main reason that um, I think he could be I could think he could be a fantastic option and I think that that's that 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 is just something that I view more highly than others. I think tight end is a very very critical position for for the Detroit Lions and I think I think it's a need. It's a definite need. So we go on with the third, and then in the, with the ninety seventh pick in the third round, we have Leo Chanel from Wisconsin. He's a linebacker. This is a guy who I love, Leo Chanel. I think watching him, uh, watching him play, um, watching him play for Wisconsin, he's a guy that was he 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 he, he has amazing strength. Um, he's a violent player. He wants to hit, he wants to hit you. Um, he's, a, he, he's very, he's very good against blocks. He's, he's, he can knows how to, you know, knows how to get away from the block. Um, he's a good, he's good in coverage, which is a need for the Detroit Lions because they need to be able to cover at the linebacker spot. But one of the things that I, I love about Leo Chanel, he's an effective, he's an effective blitzer. And that's something that can, can uh, really help a pass rush, can really help a secondary, and I think that he matched this draft the way that I wanted to build this draft was 
listen, we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna get a safety that can cover or Tracy Walker in the back end. We got a pass rusher in George Karloftis, and we got a guy who can effectively blitz. And, and, and good luck trying to uh, lock, uh, block Karloftis, McNeil, and Noquara, and maybe a Charles Harris all, all at the same time when they run a four-man front. Um, one of the things about Chanel is sometimes he runs himself out of plays. He, he, he sometimes gets lost in, in, when he makes a bad play. He gets lost and uh, trying to find the ball. He was a he was a two year starter. He's a very very fat. He ran a four five. He's a, he's just. I think he's really good. Uh, I think um, last year was more of his um, his comp, and that was a uh, Zayvon Collins. You know the guy from Tulsa. So that's why I went with him in the third round. In the fifth round, we went to Mari Mathis, the cornerback from Pittsburgh. I love Damari Mathis. I really do. I think he's a guy who I watched him a couple times, and he really can he really can lock you down. I think um, he comes into you know he comes into uh, a situation where you know he's going to get coached up by Aubrey Pleasant, uh, Aaron Glenn. Uh, you know, Aaron Glenn made. Eli Apple looked good. So um, I think that a guy like Damari Mathis, that's a big, big time, you know, I think he could be really, really good. He's a 5'11 guy. He's not tall. Um, he's a physical guy. He's a good tackler. Uh, he performs best in, you know, the. he, he does great in the short and medium pass game. Um, he's got a good vision towards the quarterback. Um He's not the fastest guy. Um, he will get some pass interferences along the way, but I think that he's a he's a pretty pretty good player. He um he's a physical corner. I think that he could be a very very. I think he's a guy that you know I I really like. Uh, a lot of people don't like him. They think he's a backup or, or you know he's just draftable. But uh, I I kind of see him as a guy like uh, like Nevin Lawson, uh, a guy who who can make some plays. Uh, I know Nevin Lawson don't really get a good <laughs> he don't really get a good rap around here in Detroit. But you know Nevin Lawson was not a bad corner for the Detroit, and he's not going to be obviously your star corner. That's not going to happen. I mean, obviously when you're picking this late in the draft, you're just hoping to get contributors, not not really stars. I mean, obviously you can get a star, but. That's just the way it goes. So I think, uh, yeah, it was it, it's a good pick. Uh, Damari Mathis is just he's he's a guy that uh, I really think is I think he could be really really talented. He ran a four three at the combine, so I'm really not worried about his speed. Um, but you know, I, I just like him as a player. I think that he, he you know he's he's a good player. And I think he's gonna really, he's really gonna show out at the next level. He's a, he was a four-year, uh, he was a senior at uh, at Pittsburgh, so he's he's gonna do pretty well at the next level. And then, obviously, running back, I had to get a running back because I feel like you need running backs. And I got a guy in Jerome Ford who was a former Alabama commit. He played with Cincinnati last year in their playoff run. I think he's a physical runner. I think him and DeAndre Swift can combine for a really, really tough backfield. I think Jamal Williams, you know, he's, he's, uh, 
he's on his last year of his contract. Um, and he could be a cut cap, you know, he could be a cap casualty at, at some point. Uh, he's, I think he's got a seven million dollar cap hit or something like that. Uh, but I, that's why I went with Jerome Ford. Uh, I went with Luke, I went with Micah McFadden, the uh, linebacker from Indiana. I love Micah McFadden. I think he's a he's a top notch player. I think he's so he's so smart in the way he reads the plays. He's just uh, he's a guy that really fits the system. I think you pair him uh, with a guy like uh, Leo Chanel. Um, you could really be having a good linebacker core with Derek Barnes too if they pan out. If Derek Barnes pans out, I think uh, Mike McFadden eventually he'll be able to start, but he'd be a great uh, addition to the linebacking core for Detroit. And with the last pick, obviously, I went with an interior offensive lineman, Luke Wattenberg from uh, Washington. I think he's he's kind of gotten a bad rap over here with the way that he plays the game, and I think that Luke. At one point, it was a second, third round pick, and then he dropped uh, because of injury and all that stuff. But I think that um, you know, there's there's just there's reasons to believe that uh, that he could be a really good player. Um, you know, obviously, this is a guy that you're you're obviously taking a, a challenge. You you're gonna obviously have some uh, some challenges. Uh, he's he's not he's not the he's not the best player. But I think he's a developmental guy that you can definitely. Um, he's good in the run grade. He's one uh, good in the run uh, blocking. He's, he's he needs a little bit of time, man. I think that with uh, Vitai being in, in um, being in the last year of his contract, I think that's 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 pretty good. But you know, he's not an explosive athlete. Uh, that's one of his that's one of his faults. Uh, he he's just he, he whiffs on blocks sometimes, so it's gonna be it's gonna be you have to, you're gonna have to slow him along and try to get him ready for the game and get him ready for the you know the speed of the NFL. And I think that if you're taking him in the, with the last pick in the seventh, I mean when you're in the with your seventh seventh round pick, I don't see the the downside. I think that's when you take a little bit of a risk and hope it pays off. Um. So that, that's the that's a mock draft for me. I think that I think that um, this draft really hits on a lot of key areas. It also gives you a little bit of um, it gives you hits on some of the players that you, you you know you're hoping on. I think you're getting three or four starters out of this, and guys who can contribute right, right away. Uh, about four or five of them, I think. Uh, I think you know a guy like there's. I think the first three, they're start. They could start right away. I think the. I think uh, Chanel could start it right away. I think Ford. I think Ford and Widermeyer, with especially with Hawkinson on the field, I think they can contribute right away. Um, and we'll see how far how how well they translate to the NFL, but. I really like this draft. I think this draft gives the Detroit Lions a lot of flexibility, especially with you know after after there's a lot of cuts in the offseason and you know after the draft. I would really love the Lions to trade down, but I I, I hope that they can. This is not the draft to draft at number two, uh, but uh, there's going to be teams that are going to be one uh, lineman or maybe they like Malik Willis or something. But it's really a difficult draft to you know try to gauge and try to 
figure out who you want because usually there's a guy like Chase Young or or Joe Burrow or you know someone of that ilk where you're like okay that guy's a that guy's a stud. Um, and I know people are scared of drafting a secondary player with the uh, with the second pick, and it's it's you know obviously people remember Jeff Okuda being draft number three overall. This is uh it's a, it's a very, very, it's a brisk, but I think it'll pay off because I think Kyle Hamilton is really just a guy who's going to translate your, your whole, your whole team. And he's going to make your whole secondary better with the uh, pairing with Tracy Walker. I, I just think that the lions have a lot of things that they can go. And then, you know, I've talked about it before. I I think this is a two year rebuild at minimum. I think you got to go through t- two full years playing. Uh, obviously we just went through one before you can really judge judge this team in the way that they they go come about things, but uh, that's what I think. And so if you if you, you disagree, you can you be in the comments, and um, we'll talk more as we get that draft. And the next mock draft will probably be the week of the NFL draft. So I can't wait to do that. And we have some great things coming for the NFL draft. We have a lot of good a lot of good uh, guests coming on. So this is a great time for a Detroit Lions fan. Obviously, we don't really get much great times, especially in terms of playoff hopes. But we have to believe that Brad Holmes is actually turning a corner. This is Lions Talk from Joe, from Detroit Lions News and in, in Between the Whistles Detroit. I will see you tomorrow as we talk with Kent, who does – he's from the Pro Football Network. He does his own analytics, and it's going to be a great, great show. Uh, and we'll – we'll, That'll be a great episode for people to to listen to. See you next time.